Hey, hey. Are you there? I'm there. I mean, can you turn it up? No, that's how you get. Really? Can you put reverb on my voice? I'll think about it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the wonderful Wheel of Life and another international transmission of You Can't See Us with Starfire and Charlie. Yes, that's right, bitches. <laughs> we are back. We are back after a short hiatus. Semi-short hiatus. I haven't been on the podcast in like a month. A month? It has. It's been a while. Yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you're out there listening, which I know you are, I am Daniel Markham. The other voice you're hearing is Starfire, and we have a very special guest today. Is is uh, Mr. Alan Brown? Let's all, let's all give a big round of applause for Alan Brown. All right. Thanks, guys. What's up, Alan Brown? How are you doing? I, I'm, uh, I'm pretty ecstatic. I've, I've uh, listened to every one of these podcasts. I'm a long-time listener, first-time. Yes, huge fan. So to be Studio here, guest. First-time caller. And I got to <laughs> say, I didn't expect so much, um, so much gold and velvet in this studio. <laughs> I mean. It's sexy. This is swanky. The receptionist gave me some coffee. It was, it was pretty nice. Diane, Diane, yeah, yeah we, we lovely, hired, lovely woman. Uh, she's actually a robot. We we've, we've got several robots that work for us, but you know it's advanced technology. So. Yeah, fembot. She was believable. Fembot, <laughs> believable. <laughs> well, so you have recently moved to the Denton area. Is that correct? That is true. Um, what is what is today? Thursday. I don't even know. Yeah. I think yeah, one week a week ago I moved from Nashville to to Denton. Right on. So, what do you think about Denton? Do you enjoy it here? <laughs> I do. Um I I had been here a couple times uh when I lived in Lubbock, but never <clears throat> an extended stay. And yeah, I I love it. Everybody's terribly nice. There is something going on every night. Yeah, you know, it's it's always something interesting, something that you wouldn't expect. Yeah, it's always yeah. There's a mix too of people that come out to each event, um, and there's a lot of cross pollination. I guess would be the <laughs> cross pollination in the Denton social yeah. scene. Yeah, Denton Denton is very exciting. Everybody's pretty uh, pretty upbeat and on the go. Seems like you know nobody's kind of down, just being a sad bastard. You know, I'm, sh- I'm, I'm sure that exists, but I haven't run into it too much yet. If you if you stay away from the college campus, then you don't see that too much. Then yeah, you're okay. just yeah. don't go west of Carroll Street ever. It's it's usually the students who are kind of bringing you down when they're not drunk. You know, they're just down. That's what. Do you, do you guys want to go play some ELO over by campus? Let's just like, cr- crank it. Yeah, that. I don't know if you have you guys been down to Fry Street lately and seen the. The shit that's going on down. Oh there? yeah, oh yeah. yeah. Didn't we drive by there yesterday? We did. Yeah. It's a it's a whole new world. It's like a Disney movie down there. It sucks. It does. <laughs> it's, it's like yeah. it, just I mean, like a Disney movie. It sucks. Why? Like, <laughs> like why? Why did they do that? You know, I I honestly was more comfortable with just seeing construction. <laughs> you know, like and now, well, I got used to it because when I first moved to Denton, there was all the bars and restaurants there, and yeah. then they tore them down after a couple of years. Mm-hmm. And it was a field, an mm-hmm. empty lot for six years, mm-hmm. you know, or five years or something, a very long time. So I think everybody got used to that. Yeah. 
And then they built this bullshit, and yeah. it's like it's, it's like six witch witches. <laughs> and there's pretty pretty much. there's a there's a chipotle down there. They got the pot belly. There's a macaroni restaurant. Yeah, what's up with that? Have you been down there? I don't know. I'm As not... if you couldn't make macaroni at your house. <laughs> I mean, that's like right. I mean, let's we're gonna charge you ten dollars for a bowl of macaroni, and there's not even gonna be fish sticks in it. <laughs> you know, like ten dollar macaroni. I'm sure with no fish. I'm sticks. sure. I mean. Everything is t- like ten dollars now. It seems like meals are now ten dollars. You know, before they tore that down, they used to have a cereal bar. Yeah, wow. A place or like a cereal restaurant where you mm-hmm. could go in and order a bowl of cereal. I like that. And they would. <laughs> it's the same kind of thing. Like you couldn't do that at home, <laughs> but they put like they add shit in it, like fruit. And Gross. Or you could get granola. You know, I, I still I can't. I don't know. I think it's the the we. I think. I think, and a lot of the listeners probably still have a slight amount of old man left in them, <laughs> where you're just like, I call bullshit. I'm yeah. not going to a place to eat cereal. That's stupid. It didn't last long, yeah. and then they tore all those places down and built this new bullshit. So, and like maybe uh, that was the downfall of it was my, the, cereal the cereal. My biggest complaint was that Cool Beans. Uh, I like that place. Uh, they used to have that awesome, or they still do, like the the patio on the roof. You yeah, know? yeah, and, and like, well, and you could see things. Well, now you, yeah, the you're, view you're, is gone. You're looking directly at a building, like a concrete, and it's just like I don't, I don't want to go there anymore. It sucks. I like that they stayed though. I do too. Yeah. They're the only place that that said fuck you. We're not selling out to you. They're still bullshit. in that area. Yeah, yeah. They're like the Spankies, uh, and in Lubbock, the same thing happened. There was a a place called Spankies right next door to the old Ralph's Records, which was an awesome, you know, big pink building. It was. Was, is that the one where they had the pink car out in front of it for a long time? No, that I mean maybe maybe he has that still out in front of his store now, but uh, you know they paid all those people to they sold out. Yeah, uh, but she wouldn't do it. She's like, "Fuck you, man." She's like, "I make good burgers, and I'm got I got my location." And they build shit like as close as they possibly can. Right yeah, like it. stupid things like that. It's just like if you're gonna do that, make it cool at least. Like. Well, this is the future, guys. This, I mean, it sucks, but <laughs> we live in the future, and this is part of it. We are living of, in the future. Have, I don't know. Have you? I haven't seen it down here, but right before I left Nashville, McDonald's had on their sign uh, twenty-five cent nuggets. What? You can, you can buy nuggets one at a time. No, shut up. Yeah, so you could just roll in there with seventy-five cents and say, "Give me three nuggets," and they would. They would <laughs> You know, I bet eventually that's going to become currency, McDonald's nuggets, because they never go bad. <laughs> right? They're always good for, yeah. for something. You just carry your satchel, your pouch full of nuggets. Right. Well, because we're going to run out of metals, of precious metals eventually. I mean, they're already making them out of not even precious metals. But, you know, eventually it's going to be, we'll still have the paper dollars. So you'll, give, you'll go and get something that's 50 cents. And you'll give them a paper dollar, and they'll give you back two nuggets. Two nuggets. And it's your decision whether to eat them or to hold <laughs> on to them. Right. That's, that's the future of the future. It'll be interesting to see how inflation works with nuggets, you know. <laughs> like, are, they, are these nuggets smaller now? <laughs> are they skimping on the fake chicken? Well, they're going to get lint. And that, it, like asking for sauce <laughs> at a place now is like... They charge you for it. It's don't like they? pulling teeth, man. Yeah, it's uh, see. Eventually, it'll be like, man. I remember when these nuggets were worth twenty five cents. Yeah, and yeah. now they're like, oh, yeah, that nug- You're gonna need five of those nuggets. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, shit. This nugget's only worth five cents now. I don't. Look this is bullshit. To that. Yeah, that scares me. The that's, future of the future. <laughs> that's the inflation nugget 
currency future of the future. The inflation situation. Have you seen the charts? Have you seen the ups and the downs? Yeah. I mean, I don't, I've been looking at the ones for gold and silver. It has like a drop down menu where you could look at different, you know, commodities. Yeah. But I haven't checked out the chicken nugget one <laughs> recently. It's, it's, it's frightening, Starfire. <laughs> it's frightening. I'm terrified. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't want to. Oh, well, speaking of another th- cutbacks, you know, um, used to when you bought cigarettes, but not pack it, like roll your own cigarettes, mm-hmm. used to, they would assume that you were going to make the, that tobacco into cigarettes. So they would attach a booklet of rolling papers. Uh-huh, yeah. I don't know what people have been doing with tobacco, but they don't give you rolling papers with your... You don't get the complimentary rolling papers. No, you have to buy rolling papers separately. I don't... But I'm sure the price of the tobacco went down when they didn't include the papers that came with it. You would think. (laughs) But no. Those bastards. Yeah. I thought they had a heart at the tobacco company. Well, I mean... I I still believe in them, you know. I think I they're like looking to. out for our best interests. I would like to. Yeah, they've got to have a heart. How else could you get heart disease? You have to have a heart. Right? Yeah, you ha- <laughs> you have to have a heart to get heart disease. <laughs> <laughs> that should be their motto. Okay, I would like to smoke do- cigarettes. You have to have a heart to get heart disease. <laughs> Speaking of cutbacks, <laughs> like you have let's, a heart. Let's prove talk, it. Let's talk about, <laughs> and, and hearts. And since we're on the topic of the medical industry uh of the world of the world yeah um what's the deal with all these guys going in for like small surgeries and getting their dicks cut off it's like have you heard about i I keep reading a story like every other week it's like doctor accidentally removes man's penis it's like well you can't really put it back i mean i guess you can that just sounded like a jerry seinfeld bit though the way you set it up like what's the deal deal with guys getting their dicks cut off what's the deal have you ever noticed how you go in for a small surgery and you come out and your dick's cut off funk that (laughs) it's happened to me three times god this is my fourth day <laughs> I like the second one the best. They took it away from me. They took it away. So, so wait, wait, wait. No, I haven't heard this. I haven't heard this story. Well, I haven't heard about these recent cutbacks. I guess, <laughs> I guess they were looking at the. Uh, they were working on the guy. I don't know what they were doing, but I've heard it, about like where if you get like some work done like if you're getting something amputated you have to mark it yourself yes with a, with a, yeah, i've heard that as well yeah do you think the guy just maybe wrote on his dick or something <laughs> that's I mean, what we were discussing really just put a piece of tape on your dick and say do not remove it was partying with tugboat and tugboat had a had a marker one time we played a show it was the first show we ever played with thrift store cowboys in this band that i started and we went back to our apartment i was living there with zach and brad and my friend squirter was there <laughs> And uh, lots of things happened that night, <laughs> but at the end of the night, uh, somebody got their after, dick cut. A- after, <laughs> after they were done, uh, fast forwarding to the lesbian scenes in Mulholland Drive for like five times, uh, we noticed that Squirter had passed out in his boxer shorts on our love seat, and uh, Tugboat took it upon himself to draw a, a, a smiley face on Squirter's penis. <laughs> So it's like if he would have had us, if he would have had a doctor's appointment the next day. I mean, that could have been some serious shit. Well, you know, (laughs) sometimes you would expect someone to draw a dick on your face, right? Yeah, I'm more confused. But he went the other way around, right? (laughs) (laughs) He he drew a face on the dick. (laughs) 
Maybe he just misunderstood. <laughs> Tugboat dyslexic. That's exactly what happened, man. And uh, well, what I'm concerned about is Tugboat was probably turned on because yeah. he's, he's he's been watching these lesbian scenes of Mulholland Drive. Yeah, and then he's like, you I haven't know what? seen a dick in like an hour. <laughs> <laughs> Too long. It's too long to go. <laughs> and he looks at Squirter. It's like Naomi Watts, man. Um, but but the thing is, is that he was laying there. You know, his legs were like you know spread, and like his it was hanging out. How did, how did how did did he cradle it with the left hand and draw, or did he just? Ink so it? he was asking for it though. If it was just hang, if, yeah. if it was just out there smiling at everybody anyway. Yeah, yeah. I mean, don't. <laughs> like I'm afraid that's a cautionary fall, tale. I'm right afraid there. to fall asleep around certain people, you know, because I know that. Well, just keep your pants on. I do. I I always do, but I, you know, you never know. People might Wait, trespass. So, <laughs> so so back to the surgery. What's the deal with this? People are actually getting their dicks cut off. Like I've heard it twice now in the past year. Like uh, accidentally. Yeah. yeah. Well, the doctor he's like, well, there was cancer. There was cancer there, sir. So you know, the the thing that the doctor tried to defend himself was like, "This is not about cutting off a penis. This is about cutting off cancer." <laughs> I'm like, Dude, I mean, what's worse? Uh, <laughs> you know, having cancer on your dick that you could probably get treated, or not having a dick. I would say, I would say, not having a dick's worse. Yeah, I don't know. That's that's one we'll have to. Where do you go from there? The ladies are yeah. gonna love this I podcast. <laughs> you, yeah. What do you do? I mean, uh, what if you? What if you tomorrow went in and then you came out and you had no dick? I don't know. Uh, I, I mean, how would you deal with that? <laughs> I don't. One one day at a time, I guess, man. I don't know. That's that's a weird situation. We got Grady Don here, special guest, another special guest today. Yay! Slow clap, everybody. Yeah. Feel free to clap along at home. Yeah. yeah. All right. Thanks for letting me join you. Yeah. Thanks for joining us, Grady. Hello, listeners. That was a, that was a nice slow clap. It was. You don't see that nearly enough. Nah. I know how to. I know how to start it. <laughs> Started well, where, off right. Where were you guys? Dramatic slow clap. Uh, we were talking about <laughs> guys getting their dicks cut off. <laughs> Have you heard about this stuff? Like, it's happened a couple Accidentally, times. Accidentally, when they go in for surgery, somehow 
they get their the penis is the Johnson is removed. <laughs> I'm talking about you, Johnson. <laughs> the thing is that I'm scared about, like you wake up and you expected to have probably some major surgery to begin with. Yeah. So you're already you're just like God damn it, you know? <laughs> and then. And it's you're like, like, at least my dick's okay. Yeah, at least I still have that. Up, yeah. You know, I mean, I may not be able to walk anymore, but I, I can lay down and thrust. Everything's gold. <laughs> and then you wake up and somebody overcooked the hot dogs. You know, it's like it's gone. <laughs> what a bummer, man. Yeah. And yeah. plus with insurance the way it is, I mean. He's never getting that dick back. No. no. <laughs> what do they do with it? What? Yeah. What do they do with it? <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna need a, a little bit of a reset. Uh, like, <laughs> so you go in for surgery. Yeah. And you and and then they they cut your dick off and that's well, it. There's been. Um, it's happened twice in the past two year, or the past year. They go in for certain surgeries. I guess the doctor misreads the chart. Misreads the chart. Starts looking at that dick. There might be <laughs> something on it, and it's like we're cutting that bitch off. We are not, you are done. You are done with that, you know? It's like. I wonder if the doctor was like, oh my God, what is that? Yeah. <laughs> He's obviously this, got some kind of tumor. Strange yeah, growth. Yeah. It's like, no, that's just my ugly dick. <laughs> Leave, it, Leave alone. it alone. Yeah, don't touch it. It's all I've got, sir. Doctor. Yeah. Wow. I mean. And so the doctor in his defense said, well, I was cutting out cancer. Yeah, he was like. This isn't about cutting a penis off. This is about cutting cancer off. So was was it a cancerous dick? The guy said it was, but I mean, it seems like you could you could do some radiation for your dick. <laughs> like, I mean, there are other Put options. Put it in the microwave. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, Put some sauerkraut on. That worked on South Park. <laughs> Got in medical marijuana for sure. So what else is happening, guys? Uh, besides traumatic uh, <laughs> penis removals, I, yeah, man. I don't know. That's well. There's this crazy shit going on in U.S. embassies throughout the world right now. Yeah, shit's going down. That's kind. Uh, that's kind of scary. It's kind of scary. They've they've killed some of us. Yeah, you know. I I don't know. I don't ever know what to believe when these things come out. Until, I know. Until you know, it's it's funny. Anytime something like this happens, within hours. With, sometimes within minutes, they, they know exactly what's happened. And they say, this is what's gone down, and they tell you the whole story. I don't see how that's possible. How the fuck can you know exactly what's happening when this yeah. shit's going down? Yeah. You can postulate. You can be like, well, this is what we think. But usually what it is is what they end up saying within hours becomes the official mainstream story. They stick with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then anybody that asks questions is a conspiracy theorist. And it's like... Man, why don't you trust the government? And it's like, why I'm just, I? I just, I hear other people asking questions, and like, so this is something that's going on right now, and I hear what they're telling me is happening, and I say, okay, you know, but I wonder what else is happening that they're not telling. Yeah, me, you know, yeah, it's it's not completely <laughs> discounting what they're saying. It's just exactly, exactly. I mean, you know? they're they're it's it's a deep, complicated situation. Obviously. And there's generally. A small grain of truth in in every news story that you hear, right? It's just figuring out how much truth is in it and how much of it is left out. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like getting a loaf of bread that's really moldy. You know, I mean, the, if you could get some good bread out of that, but the majority of it, 
No. You're going to have to use a knife. And like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you don't want to put you're that ch- much you, you got to chew around the news. You know? <laughs> <laughs> That's a great analogy because you, because if you really want the, the piece of bread or the piece of fruit or whatever it is, it's moldy. You got to cut around the, the bullshit to yeah. get to the, the, the good stuff yeah. that's going to nourish you and keep you alive. But a lot of people will say, fuck that. I'm not even going to mess with it. Yeah. Let's throw this away. <laughs> Let's just go to the store. Let's go to the store <laughs> and buy some corporate bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> that's a wonderful analogy. I like that. What are you reading over there, Grady? Uh, the Rolling Stone. There was a quote I never, read. Yeah. Never heard of it. it it's, a, it's a little rag. You know, would you like to talk about small it? circulation? Well, I was trying to find this quote, but um, also I, I don't. I uh, y'all were y'all were going on a on a tangent I didn't know anything about, <laughs> and so I was just like, well, I'll just try and. Great, Grady does not eat bread. I'll just yeah, doesn't. I, I do like the bread analogy because because uh, I like bread. I like bread too. I don't like Texas toast though. Oh come on! Wait a minute. All it is is when somebody decided to move the knife over a little bit and cut right. it thicker. Yeah, and it's not toast; it's bread. It's good. You don't like, call you don't call just true. bread toast. That's how, not cool. How else? I, I you, how else would you market yeah. thick cut bread? Because that sounds stupid. Thick, thick cut, cut bread. bread. <laughs> Texas toast. Now that has a fucking rhyme to it. I can market that shit and I can sell it to people. What about big ass bread? So oh, that's okay. Good. That's good. That's good. <laughs> that's pretty good. You should work for Dairy Queen. <laughs> but I'd I'd make it even I'd make it big too, like a, like right. it's the size of a record jacket. Ridiculous. It should be in the shape of Texas. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 I mean, so you have and to toasted. Eat, do you eat the panhandle first? <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, man. I'm a coast guy. Yeah. <laughs> the coast. I'll start with the piney woods. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I could I could see that selling really well also. Big ass bread or, or actual Texas shaped bread? The combination of the two. <laughs> Texas toast. Texas toast. Shape. Just get like a cookie cutter, man. Take this that, is easy. This take is that easy. so literal that you've got <laughs> Texas toast. You see all the county divisions and stuff in there? It's great. Oh, Fisher. Fisher County tastes the best. Yeah, that's awesome. Oh, that's- yeah. like And so when you're toasting it, the grill. It is actually putting all the county well, markings county. on it. <laughs> yeah, Certain yeah. counties mm. hold butter better. Butter better. Yeah, yeah. Totally. Like uh, Bo- a better Bosque butter county. county. Come on. Mm. It just pools there. Dallas County, you would imagine, kind of would too. Houston, they can hold their butter. They <laughs> <laughs> a lot of butter in that town. What about like? What about the Panhandle? I mean, yeah, it's pretty dry up there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, it doesn't hold shit up. Dumas, no, it, it it smells a little bit like cow shit. Yeah, <laughs> it smells a lot like cow. See, shit. like yeah, like if this bread existed, kids would not eat the panhandle. That's the part they would leave. <laughs> that's yeah. the moldy part yeah. that they would. Kids are like, that's, I don't, I don't like that. That's know? bullshit. Yeah, yeah, I would eat the panhandle, just be, you know, because I lived in the. And panhandle. their parents are like. There's starving kids in Oklahoma that would eat that piece of bread. <laughs> you eat that panhandle, you little bastard. <laughs> little son of a bitch. <laughs> kids in New Mexico would be glad to have that piece of bread. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They don't have county divisions on their bread down there. There's people getting their dicks cut off. You eat that <laughs> bread. <laughs> oh, You'll man. get cancer and we'll cut your dick off. <laughs> I will cut it off. Eat the panhandle. It's oh, not buttery. Man. That makes does I don't these stories 
about the dick loss. <laughs> <laughs> Does that make you want to use yours more because you don't know? A lot of things make me want to use mine it's more. It's one of those things like like uh, I could see the flaming lips saying about it. Do you realize? <laughs> <laughs> you just had your dick cut off. it could off. get cut off at any moment. And it, uh, I mean, it really uh, makes you stop and think. Like... <laughs> Yeah, because like I've heard about Some, people going in to get a leg removed and they, you know, screwed up, and so the other right. one was removed. They, uh-huh. which <laughs> they performed triple bypass sucks surgery because you still have to get the other one removed. Exactly, right? that's <laughs> the worst part. So you're not gonna you're not gonna be walking anytime. How do you confuse a dick? I don't know. Like. That would be funny, though, if you had some sort of uh, disease. This is a hilarious disease, by the way, where they were like, well, we have to cut off one of your legs. Which one would you like us to cut off? You know, like it didn't really matter to them yeah. or to the disease that it was like, yeah. you're going to lose one of your legs. Right. Do you want it? We'll cut the left one off. We got, you know. Just stay away from the one in the middle. <laughs> Last time I had surgery, I had a uh, lymph node removed from, like, I guess what you call my bikini line. I mean, right here next to my Sexy. next to my business. Yeah. And so, um, the and then the anesthetic they gave me was like I remember being in a waiting room, like in a sort of a prep room or whatever, and meeting the anesthesiologist. And then he, uh, they gave me a shot through the IV, and I remember being wheeled down a hallway, and then I woke up. And uh, the, it gave me like kind of temporary amnesia where I couldn't, I couldn't remember. I've heard that that's pretty, pretty common with, yeah. with that kind of stuff yeah. where you, you don't know exactly what's going on, but you kind of do. And it almost feels like deja vu as you're like remembering it and stuff. So yeah, it was like, I, I seriously woke up like rem- remembering, oh yeah, I'm in the hospital. Oh yeah, I'm about to have surgery. And then like, I, you know, kind of look down and see my like half shaved uh, pubes and was like, oh, I already had the surgery, you know. Yeah. But if I had looked down and my dick was gone, that would have been that would have been a real bad day. I think. <laughs> yeah. What do you do in that situation? I think you grab the doctor and you say, "Give me something heavy." But but yeah. the doctor's not there anymore when you wake up. Yeah, it's, it's just like a, it's just it, a nurse. you're probably just by yourself, and you got to say, "Um, nurse, <laughs> my dick's gone." <laughs> There's a there's a problem. <laughs> I am not paying for this. Because <laughs> that's really all they give a shit about. Yeah, that's true. I mean, surely you don't have to pay for getting your my dick insurance wrong does removed. not cover this. Yeah. They're gonna get, they come back with a big ice cream cone for you. <laughs> it's big. Here you go, it's buddy. Giant. You're gonna need lots of ice cream and Jello to get over this one, <laughs> dude. <laughs> 
Yeah, that's. Uh, I mean. <laughs> yeah, I had I had surgery real close to my dick, and and. Uh, so compared to and you came out okay. Com- compared to these totally. other guys, you came out a winner. Yeah, yeah. Did you find that your dick got bigger after the surgery? Um. Well, I don't. No, no, I didn't. I mean, it has it has grown an inch in the last year, but I think it has mostly to do with hanging out with you guys. You've been working out, I'm sure, and that yeah, helps. Sure, yeah, 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 yeah. Cock, cock push-ups, <laughs> right? Lifting weights. You seen those guys who do that? Lift weights with their junk, their Johnson. I don't want to see that. Yeah. Is that cool? <laughs> I don't want to see it either. Oh my god! A podcast about getting your dick cut off. <laughs> this whole podcast is just about dicks. I mean, do you do you want to start over? If you did, it it it, it, it would be okay. I think the ladies are gonna love this one. Is all I gotta say. Well, yeah, there, there, uh, there was <laughs> we've got to make a podcast for the ladies. <laughs> a ton of records came out this week. Yeah, we can talk about that. Doesn't have a lot to do with dicks. I got the new Will Johnson record, guys. It's awesome. Yeah, was it? So it's just Will Johnson. Yep. It's called Scorpion. Solo. It's good. Yeah. Right on. Mm-hmm. I love it. It's a moody beast. It is very moody. It's it's one of those like very it, when you're down and <laughs> you need to like listen to something. Yeah. That's that's the one to go to. It'll probably be my my fall winter. We played a song album. last week from Bob Dylan's new album, which oh, yeah? hadn't come out yet, but it came out this week. Mm-hmm. And uh, Did anyone get it? Did you get it? No, I listened to. There was like a streaming thing of it. I listened to. What song did did you play? Uh, what was it called? The uh, Duquesne Whistle. How was it? It was very good. I still have yet to hear the anything. video for it. is is very strange because well, I don't want to give the whole thing away to you, but a guy gets beat up by some mafia guys in the <laughs> middle of it. Ooh. They cut his dick off. <laughs> you know, I don't know. That that could be something that's just. Uh, left for you left to your imagination you know bob dylan does that a lot right yeah. he just kind of implies that uh i'm gonna cut your dick you know, off. these guys are gonna fuck this this guy up and he re- he really wants you to come to the conclusion <laughs> that they're gonna cut his dick off <laughs> yeah it, it could be I don't, i've only seen the video once okay. so i don't you know i after a second look i could probably tell you i'm interested to hear the new bob dylan record it's good i mean his I, I love his new shit. It took me a while to get used to kind of the new sound, the newer sound that he's had, but he's, yeah. but he's slowly progressed into it. I saw him last year in New Braunfels, and uh, it was a fucking great show. He was playing harmonica. And was he like at the top of the slide at Schlitterbahn? <laughs> hey, everybody. It could have been, man. I, I mean, I didn't go to Schlitterbahn, so I, did, I didn't see him there, but Leon Russell opened up for him, oh, and yeah, yeah. it was a really cool show. And I think... Since Leon was on that tour, Dylan was probably, you know, just super excited about yeah. hanging out and being a musician. Because seeing him on stage, I was super impressed. I didn't know what what to think, and I've had friends who have gone to see him before and said, hey, "I was kind of disappointed," you know, and shit yeah. like that. That was that was my deal, man. I saw him at ACL, and it's just like I I was super excited because you know you would be right, and it's like you're seeing how catch him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's like how catch him. <laughs> Uh, but it was, it was not great. Like, uh, see, it was, it was awesome when I saw him. He played keyboard. He did a lot of like organ solos yeah. and the harmonica so solos where he's doing hand. this, like, he's like holding the harmonica in one hand and the microphone <laughs> in the other hand. And he's going like this yeah, all the time, you know, and he's got his hat like that. <laughs> and then whenever he plays, he goes like this. And it kind of, it's <laughs> like, you know I mean? It was just like really 
animated in, you in his performance. Us, yeah, that was beautiful. <laughs> the, the listeners will not get yeah. the full effect of that. That was beautiful. <laughs> I think but on they get the energy of it though. Yeah. His upcoming tour, uh, Mark Knopfler is opening, and then he's going to be doing playing a grand piano. Uh, Sweet, and doing some stuff like in the middle of his set, doing kind of like. I guess he's not so he can't really do much with the guitar anymore. So when he you know used to do kind of a solo set to open, or right? Now we'll be doing that on the piano. Yeah, and when I saw him, he was doing electric piano, but I, that'd be cool to see him playing uh, acoustic piano. Yeah, and Charlie Sexton's a badass on guitar. You know, oh, I mean, he's playing guitar with him. I think so. He played on the, all the whole new record, cool, and he man. was with him when I saw him last year. He's been with him for about ten years now, or something like that. Awesome. When Larry quit, I guess. Yeah, it's it's a it's a great band that he's got. Okay, well, I found the quote. Let's, this was let's hear this it. was just a little teaser. Uh, the Dylan's on the cover of the new Rolling Stone. Uh, it's a publication, Alan. I'll, here, here, just look at it. I'll, I, I still even even from this close, I don't believe you. It's uh, named after <laughs> the band. Yeah. <laughs> so, this is just an excerpt from the interview. Uh, this is the question. I want to ask about the controversy over your quotations in your songs from the works of other writers, such as, uh, he names a Japanese writer, Junichi Saga's Confessions of Yazuka, and the Civil War of poetry of Henry Timrod. In folk and jazz, quotation is a rich and, enrich and, and enriching tradition. But some critics say that you didn't cite your sources clearly. What's your response to those kinds of charges? Interesting question, right? We good with that? Oh yeah, yeah. I I mean, I'd like to hear his his response because he's been accused of this numerous times, and I think he Forever, has right? he has no problem with it. He does it with melody, he does it with chord progressions, he does it with lyrics. Mm -hmm. It's a folk music tradition. So the guy said, "Yeah, you know, in folk and jazz." So right here here comes Dylan. Oh yeah. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Here, I'll just do it my normal voice. <laughs> no, no, no. Must read it like a 71-year-old Dylan. Oh, yeah. In folk and jazz, quota quotation is a rich and enriching tradition. That's certainly true. It's true for everybody but me. There are different rules for me. As far as Henry Timrod is concerned, have you even heard of him? Who's been reading, reading him lately? And who's pushed him to the forefront? Who's been making you read him? And... It, uh, and ask his descendants what they think of the hoopla. And if you think it's so easy to quote him and it can help your work, do it yourself and see how far you'll get. <laughs> this is where it gets really good. Wussies and pussies complain about that stuff. It's an old thing. It's part of the tradition. It goes way back. These are the same people that tried to pin Judas on me. Judas, the most hated name in human history. If you think that you've been called a bad name, try to work your way out from under that. Yeah, and for what? For playing a fucking electric guitar. I added fucking in there. I felt like it needed that. <laughs> right. Um, he, they probably edited that out. <laughs> as if that's some kind of... Uh, uh, sorry. As if that's in some kind of way equitable to betraying our Lord and delivering him to be crucified. All those evil, all those evil motherfuckers can rot in hell. Wow. That's what he had to say about that. And then the guy goes, <laughs> seriously? And then he goes on a little more. That's a good quote from Bob Dylan. I like that. Um, actually, he, he gets a little more at addressing the question. I'm working within my art form. It's that simple. I work within the rules and limitations of it. There are authoritarian figures that can explain that kind of art form better to you than I can. 
It's called songwriting. It has to do with melody and rhythm. And after that, <laughs> everything goes. You make everything yours. We all do it. Yeah. You know, I mean, I've, I've heard John Lennon say very similar things about, or read, you know, that he said very similar things about his... Who is he? Uh, uh, another songwriter. Were these, in, were these in recent interviews with John Lennon, or...? Well, you know, within the last 50 years. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah, I like that, uh, because... You know, yeah, I like no, that too. Like, no, nothing comes from nowhere, and and you some know. people would disagree with you. <laughs> we've we've had this discussion on the podcast before about <laughs> the difference between not nothing and something. Well, and I'm a I'm a big believer in all of this. Um, and some people would say that something can come from nothing, but you have to have a very strong will and be very good at manifesting things. Yeah. Easier said than done. Yeah, yeah, that that just that fucks me up even hearing you say that. <laughs> well, you know, it's it's far out. It's fucking far out. We we don't we don't touch, you know, on stupid shit here. It's all very important. <laughs> all very important. If, if you just disregard Stop. the first like 20 minutes of the podcast. No, that's important <laughs> shit to people with dicks and there's the half the planet has has a penis. I guess you're right. Yeah. I guess you're right. Well, I'm grinding my life out Steady and sure Nothing more wretched Than what I must endure I'm drenched in the light That shines from the sun I could stone you to death For the wrongs that you've done Sooner or later You're making me stay I put you in a chain That you never would break Legs and arms and body and bone I pay in blood, but I'm on my own Night after night, day after day They strip your useless hopes away The more I take the more I give, the more I die, the more I live I got something in my pocket, make your eyeballs sweet I got dogs to tear you, lips on the I'm circling around the southern zone I paid blood, but not my own So Daniel Markham mentioned this new Will Johnson record that he's pretty excited about. Will Johnson is from a band called Centromatic. That's, they're a Denton band, right? Yeah. Started out in Denton. Does Will Johnson, is he consider himself a Dentonite? Uh, he lives in Austin now, so... Uh, boo! Yeah. No, it's all right. I forgive him for that. So he's got a solo record out, and uh, third. That, that just came out this week, right? Yeah, September 11th, yo. Yeah. Sweet. So we should uh, it's we, Scorpion. We should jam a song off of that record. The, the record's called Scorpion? The record is called Scorpion. It's actually, um, he has it available right here on his site. For streaming? Mm-hmm. Which, which one would you recommend? You've heard the record. What do you recommend? I would, I would, I would say Winter Screen 4. All right, let's do it. Can you pull that up on your bullshit there? I think. 
<laughs> Is that what's in? That's our technology now. You're, That's a technical term. You know. Yeah. You're bullshit. Yeah. So this right here is Winter Screen 4, Will Johnson. What's the record called, Scorpion? Love the Scorpions, man. Yes. Shit. Shut the fuck up. That was awesome. Will Johnson. Man, yeah, that was fucking cool, man. The, the the that that song will really give you an idea of what the majority of the record is like. Mm-hmm. But if you like that, then you know this this is the record for you. Good. I mean, it's it's really it's got some really interesting sounds on it, and um, it's moody as fuck. It's awesome. <laughs> I think they should be the biggest band out of Texas right now. There should if some licensing. If there could be some licensing that goes on, where somebody that watches whatever TV show is hugely popular, you get a snippet of some yeah. Centromatic in there. Yeah, that's how a lot of a lot of folks do it. That's yeah. that's how the business is going these days. It, I really think licensing is your main money maker for a lot of artists because the paycheck is so big. It's the future. Yeah, 
but you got to have a licensing guy. <laughs> We're living in the future. Licensing We're, guys, call us. Yeah, licensing yeah. guys, people getting their dicks cut off. It's it's a scary future that we're living in. This has been a good podcast. Thank I'm you glad for that, having that you could join us. This, this yeah, you kind of uh, I checked the thing off my my list, man. This I, is one of those bucket list moments. It very much is. Yeah, I. You're welcome, Alan Brown. Everybody, uh, Alan so fucking glad. Brown. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Alan Brown. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. This is this is the moment where people wish they could see you because that was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, folks. You just can't. <laughs> Maybe next week. Tune in next week. We got a lot of great shit planned. It's oh my be god! Very exciting. Big big show next week. All big. the stuff we didn't get to this week. It's we're writing it down for next week. That's right. Uh, it's huge. If you want to come out and see us, we're playing gigs uh, with Charlie Shafter. Uh, let's see, Friday at Floors Country Store. On T Floors Country Store. Down in San Antonio area. Hello, this. going to be so awesome if it doesn't get rained on. Oh, uh, even if it rains. Rain or shine, it's going to be a good time. Come get rained on with us, San Antonio. See you all tonight. Yes. For producer James the Robot, technical engineer Nikola Tesla, and your host Starfire on the Mountain and Charlie Shafter, this has been another episode of You Can't See Us.